What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Super excited. We've got a very cool guest. I'm so pumped to hear his story. I'm actually fascinated by what he does and how he lives his life. So stay tuned, sit back, relax, and tune in. He is an author. He is a steadfast volunteer, and he's also a nomad. Please welcome Dan Clauser to the show. Dan, welcome. Hey, thanks. Thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation. I am too. But another thing that I wanted to add to your to your introduction is that you are dedicated to serving God by helping others and giving back, which is a very beautiful thing. So we're going to get into that as well, because I think that that needs to be highlighted. But how did you, so I did read your bio, obviously. So I am always fascinated by people that be, are become nomads, because I think that that takes an incredible sense of freedom and detachment to what we all like really kind of thinks think as a as a priority in our life so can you tell us a little bit of how you got to becoming that yeah so uh you know first of all i want to say i, I never had like this long lifelong aspiration to do this um i was in a you know worked in a nonprofit youth sports organization for 30 years loved the work i was doing and then in early 2019 i took two solo trips uh one to Dallas and Louisiana and another one down to Orlando from, from Pennsylvania and back. And, uh, on those two trips, I felt such an incredible serenity. Um, and my mom had done the same thing, similar. She'd taken a 1967 Plymouth Valiant and took the backseat out of it and turned it into a, a makeshift bed. And she just traveled throughout the country for several years, um, back in the mid eighties. And on those two trips that I took, like it hit me, like there was this aha moment, like, wow, like I, I think I finally figured out why mom did what she did. Yeah. And I got back and I wrote, I wrote like I hadn't written in years. Um, I'd already published my first book. I was in the process of adding um, 10 new chapters to it, but it was a, it was a long, painful process just finding the time to carve out and write. And when I sat down and, you know, after those trips, there was just this new inspiration. And, uh, you know, it, it was almost as if then, you know, God was speaking to me, like, it's time for a new chapter. And it, it wasn't something I embraced at first. It, yeah. it took some internal battle, um, because again, I loved what I was doing. I loved the work I was doing. I loved the people I was working with. Um, so it was a tough pill to swallow initially. Um, but it came back to that writing and that inspiration. I would always wanted to, to publish more books, but finding the time to do it was, was tough. Um, so that's kind of what sold me was the ability to get out on the road and use that inspiration and, and write more. Um, so I then, you know, ran the idea by my wife. She thought I'd completely lost my mind. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just would kind of nudge her every every couple of weeks or so, and uh, she was going through some challenges professionally as well, where some doors weren't opening um, for her that you know we were expecting to open. And uh, you know, one day she came home from work, um, you know, after another you know disappointing conversation, and uh, said, "I'm in. Let's yeah. uh, let's do it." So that was uh, you know middle of 2019, and then. Uh, you know, we just put the plan into into motion and you know early 2020 we put the house in the market 
Uh, we took the house off the market when COVID hit. <laughs> Actually, bought the RV in the in the heat of COVID, the day that Pennsylvania was issuing its shutdown orders. Um, but we still felt this incredible peace about that decision, even though there was so much uncertainty in our personal lives in the world. And uh, you know, ended up putting the house back on the market. It sold, and in August of 2020, we we hit the road, and we've been able to, um, you know become these nomadic volunteers. Um, one of the first things we did in our first month of traveling is uh, we went down to Sulphur, Louisiana and volunteered at uh, uh, a church down there right after Hurricane Laura had hit. Yeah. And we also volunteered at a uh, faith-based drug and alcohol facility, uh, rehabilitation facility in Beaumont, Texas for a little bit. Um, and then what really put us on this, you know, nomad volunteer journey more than anything was we, we hooked up with an organization called a year to volunteer, which is a RV centric, uh, volunteer organization. And they'll take, um, you know, 16 couples, generally 16 RVs will come into a state park or a nonprofit organization. And we'll do a project for about two weeks. And, uh, it's anything from, you know, rebuilding trails to, you know, fences and tent pads to fishing piers and, you know, painting and landscaping, you know, you name it, whatever they don't have staff for, yeah. we can, we can come in and do it. And um, being a part of that community has been so special for us because the people we've met um, through those volunteer projects are people who have really become lifelong friends. And again, it's, it's cool because now we can kind of, you know, follow their nomadic travels the way they follow our nomadic travels and, um, you know, we get to connect with them. Um, you know, we're back in Pennsylvania right now and a couple friends of ours are volunteers as well, originally from Alabama. Uh, just a few weeks ago, they were in, uh, you know, Pennsylvania near where we're at. <clears throat> we got to get together with them for lunch or breakfast and just had a great time. And, you know, that's the sort of stuff that you just can't put a price tag on for sure. No. And the, you're just get, I'm just getting goosebumps over here listening to this, like how incredible, of a life that is, and to do that with your significant other and just to travel the country, making a difference and meeting people that have the same, that are aligned with what you believe in and what you're doing. Like that is very powerful. It is. And and just a note on my significant other. Um, so for 30 years, we, you know, we were married and happily married, but funny thing about it is the amount of time that I put in with our organization, we didn't spend a whole lot of time together when we were living in a regular house because I was literally working 80, 90 hours a week, you know, um, we had a great relationship, but we always would joke that, you know, our, our marriage is so great because we rarely see each other. <laughs> so, so we did this really, you know, seismic shift in going from a 3,500 square foot house on two acres of land where, you know, we rarely spent a ton of time with each other to now putting ourselves, you know, in a just under 300 square foot RV where we're together, you know, literally just about 24 seven. And, uh, amazingly we've, we've survived it and our marriage has actually become even stronger than what it, when it was before. So, so we didn't have a strong marriage just because we didn't see each other the, you know, the first yeah. <laughs> almost 30 years <laughs> volumes of your relationship. I mean, I'm sure that was a huge adjustment at first and like, you know, if you are living kind of almost separate lives within your marriage, it's kind of hard to like start living on top of each other every day in and day out. <laughs> yeah. 
that can be a little challenging. I used to, so my late husband, we were inseparable because we ran our businesses together and, um, you know, it's now I'm, I'm getting remarried and our, he works a lot. And so it's been, it's interesting, the dynamic, the different dynamics in both my relationships. So, uh, I can attest to both of those. (laughs) So let's talk about your books. So you have, um, authored three books. Do you want to share all three books with us or just one recent one? Uh, I'll leave that up to you. Yeah. So real quickly, I'll talk about the first, you know, two because it's the same book twice. Uh, so it's The Beauty of a Diamond Through the Eyes of a Coach. Uh, it was republished uh, and released again in, in July of 2021 with the, with the uh, 10 new chapters. And that really chronicled my, my career as a coach and you know, working with kids. And I always took on the philosophy of you know, teaching life lessons through the game. Um, and then my most recent book, which was just published this past May, is The Journey of My Mother's Son, Volume 1, uh, Many Random Thoughts from the Road. And that's really just a chronicle, uh, almost a journal per se, of you know literally what it says, random thoughts from the first six months before we hit the road yeah, up through a uh, little over the first year that we were on the road. And you know whether it was um, a hike I took or a sunset that we went and and, uh, you know, saw in the morning, uh, in the evening or a sunrise in the morning. Um, again, just those random thoughts of the, you know, the spiritual growth that we've been able to experience on this trip, on this journey and, uh, you know, reflections and again, um, you know, bringing alive my, my mother's legacy as well through that. So that, that's actually the first of, a um, you know, God willing, what will be a four book series, um, wow. And, uh, you know, hopefully the next one will be out next spring and then kind of see where it goes. But I definitely have been able to, the, the inspiration that sent us on this journey of being able to write more has definitely delivered, um, you know, considering I've, I republished the first book and published a completely new book in the, you know, first year and a half of us hitting the road. That is very cool. So uh, you guys have kids, right? We do. We do. We have four kids and eight grandkids. Oh wow! What a blessing. Yes. And so, yes. how do your how do your kids feel about you guys like being nomads and traveling all over? Um, when we first told them, it was we got some mixed reactions. Um, you know, from again, like you guys are completely crazy to wow, that's really cool. We had them all over for like a picnic. We told them, hey, we need to get everybody together. Um, you know, of course. You know, the week and a half from when we invite them all over to when they were there, we kept getting questions, you know, like, what is this about? And we had to kind of keep it to the vest. And uh, it was funny, by the time we had told them to the time they were leaving, where, you know, even the ones who were like, I can't believe you guys are going to, you know, abandon us, even though they're in their, you know, late 30s and early 40s. <laughs> um, they, they started picking out stuff in the house of what they wanted. They're like, well, when you guys sell everything, can, can I get that? You know? So, so we figured, uh, I guess they adapted. Okay. It took, you know, it took a couple hours and they were okay. Just, uh, tagging the stuff that they wanted around the house. Hey dad, how you been? What's going on? Well, uh, not too much. We're in cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets clean? I know, I know mom's all about that. So I I, want to make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah. Um, I got the gutters clean. That's about it. That's it. Well, when I said we whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the Manscaped 4.0. It's a little more personal. 
I understand. Yeah, works no, I, awesome. Have you tried this? I have tried it, and it works wonders. It really uh -huh. does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with uh, with an LED light, and I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones, and they're just so noisy, and and it's they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow, that's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know, you can get it at Manscape.com, uh, and while you're at Manscape.com, you know that we got a code, so we get it cheaper. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at Label Free 20, and it gives you 20% off the product, and it gives us free shipping. And, uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there, because they got these quality premier products. Um, like this here, it's for your, it's a deodorant. Now, is it for underarm or other places, or? Made it, you know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's, that's, that's where it's at. And you can also get it at uh, manscaped.com. Same code, we're using the code again. Label free 20. Label free 20. Free shipping. Free shipping. How can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. What was what was that like having to let go a lot of those uh, material items? Because I would have such a hard time, especially my clothes. <laughs> like I can't imagine. Like, how was that downsizing to fit into an RV? It it was actually a lot easier than I think either of us thought it would be. Um, because like you, I think it was like, man, you know, what are we gonna have to give up? But then once you started selling stuff off um it almost became liberating you know like wow we had all this crap and what did we really have it for you know um and uh you know now what's nice is you know we kind of have a, a rule in the rv of like one in one out so you know if either of us buys a a shirt or a sweatshirt or something it's like before something can come in the rv something's got to go out because we've got a you know a limited amount of space so it was it was much easier than i think either of us anticipated and, and by the end it was actually really liberating and we've told our kids um you know we're like you know what we actually did you guys a huge favor um you know because this is all stuff that they would have had to sort out when, when we went away at that point. Yeah. Um, and I even remember like after my mom passed away and, and my mom was a, you know, a minimalist before, you know, minimalist was a thing and she still had a lot of stuff in, in a, you know, tiny little 800 square foot house that she had lived in. And, uh, you know, I just remember, you know, reflecting and, and, you know, having to go through that stuff. And as we were doing it, you know, relaying to our kids, like, believe me, we're, we're actually doing you guys a huge favor by uh, taking care of this stuff now so that you don't have to. So what's your, what are you and your wife's ultimate goal in like, how you, do you see yourself living this kind of lifestyle and for, for the rest of your time here? Or what is it like, I'm just curious what that looks like for you guys. So right now we have no exit plan. Um, you know, it really is as long as we have our health and we can continue to do it. Um, I know some of our friends that are full-time RVers, you know, they kind of have an exit plan. Like, you know, part of their journey is figuring out where they do want to settle down at once they can't travel. Um, where we're kind of at the, the stage right now where we, you know, we love the lifestyle, we love the freedom. Um, and you now we're taking it one day at a time. And if it comes to a point where, you know, we're no longer physically, able to do it then we'll we'll address it at that time but um you know if i had my my druthers i would 
go to sleep one night in our RV and not wake up. Well, I think that's probably what's going to happen. You're going to, you're going to, you know, move on to the next, you know, doing what you love and serving as you've been serving. Um, why is it so important for you to serve God by helping in, um, you know, giving back? Uh, again, I think that's a lesson that my mom taught me at a very young age. Um, when I, you know, when I was a young boy, um, she was always very involved in our community, um, always was volunteering with, with something. So, you know, a product of me being her son was, you know, being dragged along to whatever she was volunteering at. <laughs> yeah. That's good, um, yes. Whether it was meals on wheels or, you know, volunteering at the little league concession stand. If I didn't have a game, I was in there helping her. Um, so I think that taught me at a very young age that, you know, that's what we do as humans, you know, that servant leadership is really the way to go about life. And, you know, as I, as I got older, it was just natural for me to become involved and to, you know, to volunteer and to give back. And, you know, when we first left on this journey, we, we always wanted that to be a part of it but we weren't sure exactly how to, um, you know, engage those opportunities. And, you know, the first two uh, in Louisiana and Texas just kind of fell on our lap. And then since we've been involved with the year to volunteer, um, the, the beauty of that is like, we just have to show up and do the work. Like we don't have to worry about the logistics and the planning and all that stuff. They take care of all that. And they're incredible human beings that are running that, that organization. So it's, uh, you know, from a guy who was the organizer for many years yeah. to be able to just show up and, and give of my, my time and my efforts is, uh, is a godsend in its own right. So I just think you know, it comes down to the fact that, you know, we're really put on this earth to, to serve others. And I think the feeling you get, um, when you do that, you know, when you go into something giving, when you leave, you actually find out that you received more than you actually gave. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big believer in, in volunteering and giving back. I think it's so important and it's just, it, it just not, a, we get more from doing that for others than, you know, I think a lot of people realize. Um, so I thank you for you for you and your wife and what you're doing. I think it's a beautiful thing and more people need to learn by example and, and do the same thing. So, so do you have any goals in your travels? Like any, do you want to hit every state? Have you hit every state? Like what percentage of the U S have you seen so far in your RV? We have seen 39 states so far. Holy cow. Um, yeah. <laughs> our, you know, our big goal, at least my big goal, I think my, I have to double check with my wife, what her big goal is, but I, I want to get to Alaska uh, in the summertime and just experience what that's like to be, you know, walking around at 11 o'clock at night and it's still daylight. Like for whatever reason, that just fascinates me. So, um, we're working around, um, grandchildren's graduations, uh, as to when we can make that trip. Cause we definitely want to be there in June when it's the most daylight. Um, so that's kind of looking right now as a 2024 target. Um, but, uh, other than that, I mean, the only goal is to just, um, you know, spread as much love and kindness as we can and, you know, meet more and more like-minded people. And I think, you know, the other thing that we've learned on this journey is that even though our world is pretty much chaotic, there are tons of good people out there and you really just have to take the time 
to sit down and have a conversation with them. And you're going to find out that you have so much more in common than you have, you know, not in common with them. And that's, you know, the, the people we've met, it's just been absolutely amazing how blessed we've been um, just meeting some incredible people on this journey. Yeah, I would, I, I would agree that, you know, there, there's good in everyone and you just have to take the time to, to, to get to know them and, and find it. You have an awesome website. So it's uh, more of like a blog style on your travels, right? So can you please share with everyone where they can find you, connect with you, find your books and, you know, support what you and your wife are doing? Absolutely. So website is journeymymotherson.com or danclauser.com. They both go to the exact same spot, but if you don't want to type the whole thing out, just go danclauser.com and you're, you're good to go. Um, links there to Amazon to get my books. If you want signed copies of my books, that's available on my website as well. Uh, all of my blogs are there. Um, if anybody's out there looking for, you know, to have me come and speak to their organization, uh, information is there on the website as well. So really, once you get to the website, you can pretty much find anything you need to know about me uh, and our journey there. Awesome. You guys, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. So if you resonated with Dan's journey and what him and his wife are doing, please don't hesitate to go buy a book, check him out his website and just support their overall goodness that they're putting out there into the universe because we need more of it. Uh, this is the part of the show, Dan, where I like to ask, I actually have a ton more questions for you. So maybe when that next book comes out, we'll have you come back and we can get into it. Well, it'd be a part two of that, of this conversation, but what are some last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience? Um, I think it just goes back to, to what I just said is like, seek the good in people and you will find it. So, you know, don't be afraid to walk up to someone who doesn't look like you, yeah. doesn't necessarily dress like you, doesn't talk to you, doesn't, you know, listen to the same music as you and, you know, have a conversation with them. And that's what I love about this podcast. The you know label free podcast is like, we want to stick all these labels on everybody, but if we actually sit down, yeah. you're going to understand that most of our labels are the same, you know, deep down inside, most of those labels are the same. So that's, that's what drew me to, you know, really being excited about being on the label free podcast. Oh, good. I'm glad. Thank you for that. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, it, Label free is just for us to kind of connect with each other and, and honor who we are as individuals. And there's been so so much polarizing and so you know um, in our world today in the last couple of years that it's just like I, I think it's so important just to come together more and have good conversations, even if they're the difficult conversations, because that's where the growth can happen and hopefully you know leave a good imprint on somebody that's listening. So, uh, Dan, thank you so much for sharing your story today. I'm excited for your, your next book to come out. So keep us posted. We'll have you back and give everybody an update and uh, just love what you and your wife are doing. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcasts. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guys. <laughs>